Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrive market.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, welcome back to Truth Talks with Tara. Today's episode is a very special one. I could not stop pinching myself during this conversation because we have the one, the only, Stephanie May Wilson of Girls Night on Truth Talks with Tara, which worlds collide. I have been listening to Girls Night, the podcast, for years now, and to be able to have Stephanie on the show just made my heart so happy. Today, we talked about when you feel like you're behind in your life, whether that be in relationships, in work, in achievements and accomplishments, I feel like social media can really bring out the highlight reel of our lives. And it's easy to think that we're behind her, her life, her accomplishments, her dating status, her marriage status. We can look at our lives and feel really discontent. So Stephanie is on today to talk about how we can be content in our lives, how it's actually okay to be quote unquote behind, hear more about that in the episode, and then also how to find purpose here and now. She also gives a lot of encouragement on dating and marriage, which leads me to the next exciting news that I have to share before you tune into the episode. Okay, tell me if this sounds familiar. Tell me if you've ever had this happen to you. You're going through a normal day, you're scrolling Instagram, you're flipping through Facebook, or even browsing through your texts, and bam, another friend is engaged. Another one of your friends is getting into a relationship, and all of a sudden, your thoughts begin to spiral. Like, why is this happening for everyone but me? I'm trying to be patient and wait on God, but I can only take so much. Am I not trying hard enough? Am I not putting myself out there enough? What's wrong with me? 
If you've ever thought those things, you're not alone, sis. I see you wanting to trust God with your life and wait well. I see you wanting to find purpose here and now and not be discontent. I see you wanting to prepare yourself and grow in your faith to the best of your ability so that you're in a good place when God does decide to bring that special someone into your life. But how do you do it? Enter Love Your Single Life, the one, the only course by my sweet friend, Stephanie Mae Wilson. Stephanie has created the only course for Christian women that teaches a step-by-step plan to savor, enjoy, and truly make the most of their single lives while also setting themselves up for amazing relationships and someday marriage in the future. Here's the amazing news. Love Your Single Life is a course that only opens up two times a year, but right now, Stephanie is opening it up for the first time for an additional session, the summer sessions right now. Now, today, June 7th until June 9th, Thursday, you can sign up for Love Your Single Life and grab your spot. Check out the link in the description of the show notes right now and don't miss your window to sign up. Stephanie and I are so prayerful and expectant for the exact women that will need the summer session. And maybe that's you. When you sign up for this course, it gets you 17 easy to follow video lessons, seven hours of bonus videos about sex, friendship, online dating, and more. And not to mention a journaling workbook and a private community of like-minded women that are also going through the course that will quickly become your real life friends who are walking through the same life season. So we have amazing things in store for this episode. You're going to be hearing from Stephanie and I about what to do when you feel like you're behind in your life. And then also you have the opportunity to join Love Your Single Life, the course right now open for a short, short window for summer sessions. So again, check out my link in the description and sign up today if you really feel like God was pulling on your heartstrings to join. All right, here's my conversation with the sweet Stephanie Mae Wilson. Hey, hey friends. I am here with, I was just telling Stephanie here, I just gave it away, but I'm here with one of my favorite podcasters. I was just telling her before we started that like, I think it's kind of surreal. I'm trying not to fangirl, but I think it's so fun that we get to be here with one of my favorite podcasters, a show I've been listening to for years. And so you guys, we need to give it up for Stephanie Mae Wilson here on the show of Girls Night. She is actually here today on Truth Talks with Tara. So Stephanie, thank you for being here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so uh, just honored to get to be here and I'm so glad that we get to connect. I feel like we've been like playing email tag for okay. like honestly probably years and I you've been so. so patient with oh, it's me. It's all good. I'm so, it's like, I mean, this is finally happening. This has been in the works for a while. So I'm, I'm super honored to be here. And you know what? We talked a little bit before we started recording, which we will share with you guys later. But I honestly think that this is amazing timing too. Um, I mean, yeah, it's probably been quite a bit, but I think God has worked it out perfectly for things that are happening and for this conversation. And I know it's exactly when he wants to. So I'm just glad we're here and thankful for your graciousness and that you're feeling better and we're we're here. We're ready to go. <laughs> yep. We're here. We're here. And if I cough a little bit, sorry about that. We'll just... Uh do what we're doing where we can over here. You're so good. It's real life too. And like, you might hear my dog, you might hear all the things. So yep. Yep. Real <laughs> we life, do, real we life. do it anyway. And I love it. So, oh, okay. I'm so excited about our conversation today. There's so much we're going to dig into, but before we start for people who don't know who you are, I don't know how they wouldn't though, because I literally recommend girls night to like everyone. So like oh they probably God. know your voice and you, but give us a little bit of an introduction to who you are and what you do. And then also um, I feel like 
This is also fun. You also do this on your show, but like a favorite thing you're loving. We've had so many random things on the show, which I think is beautiful. And so I want to hear what you're loving in your current season um, because we need to love it too. <laughs> I love that. I have two. I have two things. You ask okay. for one. I'm bringing two because no, I can do it. Pick. Yes. Um, okay. So I'm Stephanie Mae Wilson and I'm an author and a podcaster and a speaker. And my thing, my passion is helping 20 and 30 something women navigate the gigantic life transitions that we all go through in this season of life. Um, there are so many of them and they're so hard and confusing. And I just am such yeah. a believer that we shouldn't walk through them by ourselves. We don't have yeah. to. Mm -hmm. um, and it's better and easier and more fun when we walk through them together. So um, that looks like, you know, writing books. Um, I have a couple online courses. Uh, and then, yeah, I get to host just the the best space like I get to be a, I get to be a host for the best group mm -hmm. of women um on my show it's girls night with Stephanie Mae Wilson and it's so much fun um okay other than work I am a wife to Carl he's the best and I'm a pretty new mom um to 18 month old twin girls Annie and Quinn so mm. uh we have our hands full and life <laughs> is just super fun and funny um and okay my two things so um, one of them is there is a brand of shoes that I, I'm not a shoe person. I'm not a fashion okay. person. Like, honestly, I feel like I barely get myself dressed in the morning. Um, but, <laughs> life, with, life with twins though, right? I mean. Uh, yeah. I mean, but also I was like, I was like this before. I'm just gotcha. like not great. <laughs> I'm just not. A, I'm just not. a. I like get by, but I'm not a, a great fashion person. But um, there is this brand of shoes and they're called Birdies. And Ooh. they're a little pricey, okay. but it's the kind of thing where it's like a good pair of jeans. Like it just serves you and serves you and serves you yes. for the longest time. And then by the time you get a new one, you're like, well, I really like got the wear out of these. Yeah. Um, but they are basically good looking slippers. Ooh. They're like slippers you can wear in real life that are super okay. cute. And so the kind that they have a bunch of different styles, but the kind that I wear are like um, – smoking flats kind of okay so yeah. they're like super classic and I have a million different colors of them not a million I have like three but I wear them I literally wear them constantly like a hundred percent of the time I wear them at my house I wear them yeah when I'm grocery shopping I wear them everywhere but they're called birdies they're super cute and they're basically slippers so okay amazing awesome. yeah um so birdies and then the other thing is that there is this is like a random thing but I am a huge Julia Child fan Yes. And I'm not a great cook, but I love learning about other people learning to cook. I think I just would yes. like to just eat what they're making. Um, so I'm not a great cook, but I'm a great eater. Um, and I love Julia Child. And there is a show on um, HBO that mm -hmm. came out, I think, kind of recently, um, but it's called Julia. And um, it's not like the movie Julia and Julia, where it's talking about how she wrote her first cookbook. Uh -huh. This is all about how she started her show. Oh, okay. Um, and it is so fun and so sweet and so inspiring. Oh. And um, just like seeing her have this really big dream for her life and like making it happen. And I think yeah. she was 50 when she started her show. That's amazing. And, like her friends had a really big part of it and her mm -hmm. husband was really supportive and just all kinds of things. So um, it was like, I think I cried every episode, not because it's sad, but just because yeah. it was awesome. And I just kept looking at my husband going, they made this show for me. <laughs> they made this show for me. Um, and that's, that's how I felt. Awesome. I just, it felt like the best gift in a show. So it's yeah. called Julia. It's on HBO. Oh my gosh. Okay. Best favorites. Number one, I'm going to have to look into birdies. I feel like 
I feel like I've seen them and they seem similar to the Rothy shoes, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but they're not – I don't think – they might have, like, one washable kind. Yeah. But they're, like, yeah. maybe it's slightly more formal, like, sure. Rothy's. Sure, right, because those are pretty casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I feel like that's the thing. Like, I just ordered some – they were not, like, cheap, cheap, but, like, they were, like, 30 bucks. Like, these slides are, like, sandal slides and, like, they're gold, so they're fun. And I'm, like, I need more of these, especially now being a mom. And then also just, like – it's just easier. Like, I love my tennis shoes. I love all the things. But, like, with summer coming around, I'm like, I need something easy to, like, slip on. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big proponent for, like, quality over quantity, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I'm okay yes. to spend that money on the quality item that's going to last me years than just getting, mm-hmm. like, 10 million pairs of, like, $20 shoes that are going to last me, like, a week or two, honestly, with yes, how I go through shoes. Yeah, and they're super comfortable. And, like, I I don't know. Maybe this makes me sound like an old lady, but I feel like my feet and my back and stuff always hurt if I'm just, like – walking around like on hardwood floors all day like barefoot um and so yeah I got like really into sort of like house shoes kind of but they're really cute and so they're just like classic and like yeah beautiful but they are super comfy and I I mean I'm telling you I wear them a hundred percent of the time okay awesome I literally love it I'm gonna check those out and the show because I've been needing a new show especially like when I'm nursing hunter I'm just like sitting there and like like, honestly, a couple times I just, like, I fall asleep. I'm, like, I should be reading a book or I should be, like, watching something fun, just making most of the time. So I feel like yep. I would love that, too, because I've gotten really into cooking over the last couple years since I got, like, engaged, married. And then I want to get back into it now that, like, life is settling with a newborn because I can actually cook again, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a, it's such a happy show. It's – yeah, it's just super fun. So fun. Oh, okay. Perfect. I literally love that. And I think it's cool that Julia's story, like you just mentioned, she was 50 when things started. And I think mm-hmm. that's a cool segue into our conversation about how, like, she really yeah. started when she was 50 and how sometimes, like, this conversation we're talking about today, we can really feel like we're behind in life. You know, we can – I think, honestly, side note, I think it, it it is with social media. Love it, but also love to hate it sometimes, right? Like, I feel like it can be apparent with social media. Like, it can amplify things, good things and bad things. And I feel like with social media, we look around a lot. We follow pages. We see, oh, like, she's married. She's having babies. She signed this book deal. She's doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm over here not doing anything cool or meaningful. Like, I'm just working a nine-to-five or I'm just going to school or I'm just a stay-at-home mom or whatever. Literally anything can be a just for you where it just feels like this mundane thing. And then looking over other people's lives can make us feel like we're behind. Like we should be catching up. Like, oh my gosh, I need to make bigger moves or I should be here at this certain age. So we have these things in the back of our mind. And so that's what we're talking about today. And I can even think of things in my life that I feel behind in right now. And Stephanie, I'm sure you do too. Even you know, that might surprise people listening, you know, your full life of writing, speaking, podcasting, being a mom, having twins, like we all have these things. So I think it'll be good to speak into this today. But before we kind of jump in, could you give us a kind of a bird's eye view of your testimony? And if there were ever really times in your life and maybe even now um, that you felt behind and how God has really shaped that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, I didn't really grow up in the church. I, you know, we went to church occasionally, but it just wasn't a big part of my life Mm -hmm. um, until the very end of college. Um, And it's just this crazy story. God met me. Um, I I became a Christian in the Sistine Chapel in Rome of all places. Um, And he just totally, like, I just transformed my life just kind of all of a sudden. Um, And it was beautiful. And it was so just like, 
a story that only he could write. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, my life changed in a really, really big way towards the end of college. Um, and, uh, you know, ever since it's been just this journey of me figuring out more of who God is and more of who he says I am and yeah. um, connecting with him more deeply. And that's been kind of that overarching and um I don't know, that's sort of like the through line of my whole life. Mm -hmm. But even so, like even with knowing God and, you know, trying to really trust him, there are so many times in my life where I've felt like I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be um, or I didn't know where I wanted to be, but I knew it wasn't where I was or Mm -hmm. um, where I felt like I was really behind. And, um, you know, probably the most recent, um, I would say the, the current feeling of that for me is like, um, my time is, is really, um, taken up differently than it ever has been in my life because yeah, I'm a new mom to twin babies and they, that means that I don't have the margin to do things that I used to be able to do or do things that other people can do right now. Um, and so there's like, I have to really fight that right now, you know, not feeling like, um, or fight, fighting the feeling that I'm behind at work or mm-hmm. I'm behind in, I don't know, how much fun I'm able to have or like, you know, how much freedom I have or, you know, just different things like that. Yeah. Um, just reminding myself that like, that's not the season of life I'm in. And mm-hmm. right now my focus is this. Yeah. Um, the kind of before this, um, I had a really long season of feeling really far behind when um, a lot of my friends were starting to have kids. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I would just wasn't ready, just was not ready. And then I was ready and we started mm-hmm. trying and it took us a really long time to get pregnant. Um, and so I had this just fear that all my friends were going to have kids and their kids were going to grow up. And then by the time I had kids, I would just be sort of like the last one standing and I'd have to do it by Mm. myself. And I had a really cool moment actually this last weekend, one of my best friends came to visit and she was one of the first of us to have kids. She has, um, her oldest is almost six. Wow. And so there's like quite a difference between our kids, but getting to see, um, like getting to see this played out in real life that like, he, okay, her oldest is almost six, but her youngest isn't. Um, mm-hmm. And even though it like felt like we were falling really far behind for a really long time, we actually yeah. aren't behind at all. Right. And, you know, we have friends who are now having their second kid. Well, I, we kind of caught up pretty quickly, actually, with having <laughs> just two at once. once. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, it just, it just doesn't work that way, the way that yeah. I thought it did. Um, and you know, she's still so in this with me as my Mm -hmm. best friend. So she's still so like in my corner and helping me, um, in kind of the beginning of my journey being a mom. And I get to help her when she's like just, you know, a few steps ahead, but I still get to help her and support her and we still get to do it together. And our kids still can know each other and play with each other. And it just isn't the giant gap that I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. But I think that probably, um, one of the things that I spend the most time like talking about because it's something that so many of us go through in terms of feeling behind is when we're single and dating. Yeah. And it seems like everyone and their mom is getting is like getting into a relationship and getting engaged and married. Yeah. Yeah. And it is just that is a really, really hard thing. Um, and that's mm-hmm. something that I felt and struggled with for a really long time. Just you know, part of it was the comparison thing. Part, you know, part of it was feeling behind, like everyone else is getting into this season without me. And so I'm going to be kind of left alone. Um, 
part of it is a comparison. Like, why is this happening for them and not for me? Yeah. And then um, also there's just the longing in it. And that's mm-hmm. a really hard thing where it's like right. when you want to be in a relationship, when you want to get married, when you mm-hmm. want to have a baby, when you want to achieve this thing or, you know, pursue this dream, it, there's this deep longing. And so all of those right. things kind of mix together to make this really like pretty tough um, this really pretty tough, like cocktail of emotions, you know? Um, and so, I mean, I, I just, there are a bazillion times in my life where I felt behind or kind of stuck or, um, yeah, it's, it's happened just over and over again, really. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No, I totally, I totally understand. And I was going to ask you, I'm like, why, like, what are the feelings that we have um, when we feel left behind? And you said, you know, the comparison, the longing, the desire. And I think sometimes too, that tempts us to believe a lot of things about God and our relationship with the Lord. Um, I know that there have been times in my life. So I dated my husband. We were really young when we started dating though. We were like 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to get married to him like the next year. But realistically looking back, like, you know, 18, you know, basically just into college, like didn't have a lot of money, like some of the logistical things, like timing wasn't going to work out. My dad always reminds me, he's like, Tara, he's like, you knew that you weren't probably going to get married when you're 18. So like, why were you like so impatient? Like, he's just so sarcastic and funny. I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, But we didn't, I know, right. We didn't end up getting married then until we were 22. I just, I just turned 22, like a month before. So we dated for like five or six years, which was a really long time. And like, Side note, I used to recommend people to not, like, if you know, like, get married right away. But I'm like, well, I'm like, God's timing is different for everyone. And there's reasons that he makes us wait. And there's reasons that, you know, it takes longer. But anyway, um, I remember in that season specifically thinking, okay, well, I want to get married so bad, but it's not working out. And I feel like I'm behind because all of my other friends were getting married, had older friends that were getting married. And 
I started to believe things about the Lord. I started to believe that God wasn't good and that he wasn't good to me and that God didn't care and that my life wasn't good and that, again, I should be at a different place in life. And so I think there's something to be said about not only the way we feel about our lives, but the way we feel about the Lord when we feel like we're behind and the way and the things that we kind of falsely believe about him. Were there things in your life, Stephanie, that you kind of started feeling about the Lord too um, because of those things just with kids or relationships. And how did that kind of affect your relationship with God? I think that there have been times where I've like worried that he's forgotten me or that he um, doesn't hear me. Or I think Mm. maybe the worst would be that he does hear me, but doesn't care. Yeah. And, or doesn't care about like my specific, um, situation. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like, I care about you in a broad, you know, eternal sense, but like Mm. not in a day-to-day sense. And I think that that's probably the the belief that I wrestle with the most when I'm in a season of feeling stuck or behind or longing that's, you know, I have a longing that's unfulfilled. Um, I, you know, I just, God has shown me over and over in my life that that's not true. Yeah. And he, my, his timing and my timing don't always look exactly alike. Right. Um, but his timing every single time for me has been better. Yeah. Like I just, I, I wanted to meet and marry my person when I was 22, mm-hmm. but like, honestly, thank God I didn't. <laughs> um, or thank yeah. God I didn't marry the people that I was talking to when I was 22. Yeah. Um, even having babies, like they're, it's, it's, it wasn't that there was necessarily, when it comes to like, you know, meeting and marrying my husband, there were some really specific things where it's like, truly, thank God I did not meet him sooner. Thank God I didn't marry any of the people I met or, right. you know, that I was dating at the time. Like I, there were some things I needed to do in my life yeah. um, before I met Carl in order right. for our relationship to be what it is. Mm-hmm. That wasn't as much the case when it came to having kids. Like it, it wasn't like, I had to have this one thing worked out before God could like, mm-hmm. you know, like lift the, I don't know, like the barrier and like say, you know, now you can get pregnant. Right. Um, there, there's not really a specific thing, but I also see so much goodness in the way that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the like things that we were able to do in our lives while we were waiting. Right. Um, and like he just... I, God just has never let me down right? ever. Yeah. And, and that doesn't mean that it's in the timing necessarily, but like, there's just always goodness with how his, with how his timing works out. And so I think that that's just the thing that I have to come back to constantly. Anytime Mm -hmm. I'm in a, in a kind of an unknown between place really is like, I could trust him last time and I could trust him the time before and look how he showed up for me the time before. It's like, he Mm -hmm. actually does he he cares and he hasn't forgotten us and that's true for me and if it's true for me it's true for you Absolutely. And I think that's something that I wrestle with a lot is because I need to, I, I so desperately want to, in the middle of a situation, be like, God, I trust you. But I think a lot of times we look back on a season and see how God provided and say, oh, I, I trust him. But like being in the middle of a hard place, it, being in the middle of an in-between place can be the hardest thing to be like, God, I trust you here and now, even though yeah. I can't see what's coming, right? 
I think and you it's kind a wrestling of, match. Like it's it's yeah. not perfect. It's not a one time. Okay, I trust you. Now I'm filled with peace that will last until this season changes. It's like right. a constant wrestling. But I think that there's mm-hmm. so much intimacy to yes. be had yes. in those times. Like every time I'm in a between place and I'm asking these really huge questions of God and like, who are you and what do you promise? And like yeah. I I feel like that's those are the times when I get to know Him in a deeper way. That's when mm-hmm. our relationship grows because I have to be like. Okay, I need to just like start over. Okay, who are you and what do you say and yes. what do you promise? It's like yeah. I, I have to I kind of rebuild the house right. all over again, rebuild my faith right. every time I'm in a time like that. And That's it's good. a really like it doesn't feel good in the moment, right, but it is right. it's a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And and I think when you go through that, then the next time it's not like it's easy to trust him, but it's easier, I think. Right, right. Well, and if we, if it was just one and done, where would the dependency on God be? Like you said, where would the intimacy with God be? And that's why it's a daily surrendering, as a daily taking up our cross, denying ourselves and following Jesus, you know? And you kind of touched on this a minute ago. And so I want to talk about this fact too, is that There is something to be said about being in the middle of a season that maybe you don't feel like you're where you're supposed to be, right? This feeling of feeling left behind. There is something to be said about not stewarding our time well in those moments because we can be over here looking at her being like, okay, well, she's getting married. She's, she has that ring on her finger and I'm over here either single or waiting on my ring or literally just, I mean, people listening, put yourself in any situation that you're longing for or that you're waiting for, you feel left behind and like, there is something to be said about not being a good steward of our time. And so, Stephanie, what would you say to the girl who is sitting here and she's like, I desperately want to not waste my time because I have thoughts on this, but I genuinely think we can waste our time in mm-hmm. these in-between seasons. And so for the girl who doesn't want to but is like struggling to find purpose and to find value in the season that she's in in these in-between places, what would you say to her? Because – you know, honestly, I, again, like I said, I really do think we can waste our time. And so how do we prevent that and really steward it for the Lord? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, one thing I want to say is it is really easy to look at other people and to imagine until, to see what they have that we don't have. Mm -hmm. We know this, (laughs) we know this to be true. We've heard this a million times, but like what we're seeing on Instagram or even at lunch with a friend or whatever is not the whole story. Yeah. Every single person, every single person has something going on. Everyone mm. does. And every single person has something in their life that's going well. And every single person has something in their life that's not going well. There may be a girl that you see on Instagram who has, you know, the perfect wardrobe and the perfect body and the perfect career it looks like and it may seem like she has the perfect marriage but behind the scenes like things are really strained with her and her husband and while you don't have the abs that she has there's a a really solid chance that she really wishes that her marriage looked more like yours Mm. or you know someone who has a really great marriage and you know really cute babies and blah 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 you know all these different things insert you know whatever here yeah but they have a really you know they have parents who are sick or they have or they're really struggling financially or you know it's just none of us are exempt from life being hard Mm -hmm. and so while someone may be ahead of you, quote unquote, if we're going to play that game in one area of life, there are areas where you're ahead also. And so none of us, 
just no one's perfect. No one's mm-hmm. life is perfect. And and so I think the more that we can stop focusing on what everyone else has and and instead like really embrace and, and appreciate the beauty in what we do have and then also like grow and invest and mourn yeah. or do whatever we need to do with the areas where life is harder. Mm-hmm. Like it's just we just don't get anywhere by by comparing. It just doesn't do anything good for us. If anything, it just makes us more bitter and it makes us more resentful of God and resentful of other people when we're supposed to be in community and supposed to yeah. encourage one another, right? Because yeah. both um loving your life and then encouraging other people that can I don't really love the word, but it can coexist. It can it can live together, right? Because I think yeah. sometimes we think, oh my gosh, like I can only cheer her on when like my life is good, when I have what I want and I have what she has, right? Yeah. But those are supposed to go hand in hand and we actually can in Christ. And I think some, uh, one of the greatest pieces of advice I got when like I was just struggling through in between seasons and just kind of felt like I was waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled instead of living living now, you know, and enjoying him now was to serve and was just to really pour out and just give of myself and to love on other people. Um, because honestly, I think that takes a distraction off of yourself, which is often where the focus is, or not distraction, but takes the focus off of yourself and onto other people and onto the Lord. When we're in those in-between seasons and we're comparing, like, let's be honest, the focus is on us. Like we've we're pretty selfish. I'm speaking from my from from no, me too, though. Hundred percent. Like it just it lifts your eyes up and is like, hey, let's put this all into person, like into some perspective. Yeah. And I really yeah. think that there just are very few people where if you could just truly trade lives with them, mm-hmm. that you actually would. Like it yeah. just because everyone has something hard, and yeah. it's probable that their version of hard is something that you're not equipped to deal with, right. or that you wouldn't even want to try to deal with. Like mm-hmm. it's it, we all have. We just all have our own stories and and we can't switch. So like the best we can do is just be in our story. So yeah. I think when it comes to like not wasting this time, yeah. Um, yeah. one of the most helpful things that I've gotten to see in my life, and I feel like I talk about this constantly because it just was so life-changing for me and has been over and over again, is that the better we live this season, like right now, today, that's actually the very best thing that we can do to set ourselves up for the tomorrow that we really want. So an example is like, um, you know, I, there was a long time where I really, really, really wanted to have kids and I wasn't getting pregnant. Well, either in that time I could just like sit and be mad and let my relationship with God erode, let my relationship with my husband erode, um, you know, like kind of let, like let everything just sort of fall apart because Mm -hmm. I don't have this thing that I want, or I could continue to invest in all these areas. And what happened was, like by really embracing the time that I did have and, you know, enjoying it and also um, like doing the learning and the healing and the growing that was available to me during that time. Mm -hmm. I am such a better mom because of that. Like our, our lives are better set up to be able to support our kids. Like we were able to do really amazing work during that time. We got to take Mm -hmm. some really cool trips. Like our marriage is better. I went, I spent a lot of that time in counseling, just dealing with like any little thing I could find that needed to be like dealt with. Yeah. And I just, the life that we got to invite my girls into is so much better Mm -hmm. because we really use that time well. And that is so true of my time of being single. Like there was a long time where I just kind of sat there and was like tapping my toe, just like waiting Mm -hmm. for this next time to come. I'm waiting for the next chapter of my story. But like, it wasn't until I really um, honestly stopped waiting and just started living my life that 
everything just started to change and and a couple things changed. So one of them is, I don't know if, if you've ever had anyone say this to you, but anytime I'd be making like Kraft mac and cheese at, Mm -hmm. at home, um, when I was a kid, my mom would always tell me that a watched pot doesn't boil. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, I'm just like staring into the water waiting for like, why does water take so long to boil? But she would tell me a watched pot doesn't boil. Well, listen, if you stand there and watch water over a stove, at some point it will boil. Right. The point though (laughs) is that it like, it's going to feel like it took longer if you just stand there and watch it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas if you go and prep the rest of dinner or go watch a show or, you know, go like, I don't know, do talk on the phone to your best friend or do, you know, do something else during that time. It's going to feel like it went a lot faster and you will have also accomplished something else in that time. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that happens when we really embrace the season that we're in is that it, it's makes the whole waiting thing way, way easier. It makes that time way more fun. And then we also get to accomplish some really beautiful things along the way. So it's like, Mm -hmm. you weren't just waiting for this relationship to show up in your life, but you also were learning to be a runner. And and so by the time this person shows up in your life, you get to show them that you have run several Mm. marathons. They're like, you get to invite them into a deeper, richer, more exciting life right? Um, right. as a better, more whole version of yourself. Um, But then the other thing I got to find was that it was actually through like living my life to the full in so many ways that I actually was in the right place at the right time to meet my husband. Mm-hmm. Like we just, we just, our dating lives get so much better when we get out of our house and and live our lives better mm-hmm. um, and more fully and, you know, try things we've wanted to try for a really long time or yeah. you know, go out with our friends yeah. or um, when we live our lives more actively, it's just so much easier to meet people. Yeah. Um, and we have more to talk about on that first date. Like we yeah. just have a better life yeah. to invite them into. So all that to say, like, uh, you know, waiting seasons are really, really hard. They're really hard. And and we go through them over and over and over again in our lives. But this is this sort of discipline that I feel like God has been working with me to cultivate in my own life through different seasons is like, yeah. when you're waiting, like, how can you use this time well? And And when you do that, it not only makes it so that you're not wasting beautiful, precious, important years of your life, mm-hmm. but also it sets you up so much better for whatever the next thing is. Right. And it makes the waiting feel just so much shorter. It really does. And I think that's the key you said, waiting for whatever is next. And I think if we make the goal of just living obediently and being faithful and stewarding well all unto the Lord, when we do that, it draws us closer to the Lord. And when we're drawn closer to the Lord, then we become more like the Lord. And so then when things come into our lives, like the next seasons, you know, it's not guaranteed that we're going to get exactly what we're waiting for. But it, but honestly, God is going to give us exactly what he knows we need, which is way abundantly and measurably better than we could ever desire for ourselves. And so honestly, I think, like you said, just to enjoy life and to live and, you know, just to really commit your your ways to the Lord, He will bring about those seasons and those fulfillments in your life. And again, it's going to be way better than we ever imagined. And I think stewarding the time well, like you said, is so important because it'll not only make us a better girlfriend, wife, mom, sister, friend, you know, leader someday, it will just honestly just really, really help us to enjoy the little things in life too, you know? And side note, it's really funny because I've been boiling a lot of water over the stove, like sterilizing bottles and pump parts and all the things, you know, I'm in the thick of it. Um, 
But honestly, I have taken that to heart that a watch pot, you know, never boils to the point where I set a pot of water on the stove and then I forget about it because I don't watch it and I go back to it and like half of the water is gone because it's all evaporated. Uh-huh. I was <laughs> so going to say like you could go take a yeah. nap or something and I was like, but you've left a hot pot of water on right, your stove. Your right. stove is on so maybe don't go to sleep right now. I did that yeah. yesterday and I'm like, I could take a nap. I'm like, wait, I'm like, I have a pot of water boiling, but totally it's such a such a side note but oh my gosh I so so appreciate your wisdom on that because I think it can be hard to put practical words and tips and encouragement to such a hard thing in life to these weird in between kind of feelings of being left behind so I really appreciate just the practical and how much like honestly just your life shows this and then even just listening to your show and you know your courses and just your testimony is that you can enjoy life and you can enjoy life where it is. It doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, it's a big drudgery until I get there, until I get the next thing. It's like, no, you can enjoy and you can live and you can have value and purpose in Christ and in the little things and the big things like right now. So I'm so thankful that you give you give voice and you give words to that. Um, Stephanie, as we close, there is something very fun that we're also celebrating today, the, the day that this episode launches. Um, something really cool is happening. So I'd love for you to share with our ladies what is happening and how they can can get involved as we close. Yes. Um, so I'm so excited that this timing is working out this way because um, we, so twice a year, I teach an online course called Love Your Single Life. And it's about everything that we've been talking about here, um, how to really like live this season faithfully and intentionally um, and how to really enjoy it. And how that's actually the very best thing that we can do to set ourselves up for the next thing as well. Um, And so that's what the course is all about. It's such a fun thing to teach. We've had actually more than 6,000 women go through it in the last couple of years, which is just wild to me. Like I feel like I... I put the course together and I was like, I think that this will be a good thing. I think this will be impactful. I had no clue. I feel like years ago, I God just took over and I'm just like, keep going. You're doing great. Like, I mean, this is not even my thing anymore. It's amazing. Um, but it's just this thing that I get to like, yeah, I just get to cheer him on. He's, he's amazing. Um, but so I normally teach the course twice a year. Um, but we had our spring class finish up the course like a maybe a month and a half ago. And something really weird happened as I was teaching our spring class. Um, I just had this feeling that someone was missing. Hmm. That's never happened before. Like every, you know, for seven years now, I've taught this course twice a year. That's just how we do it. A spring class and a fall class. Um, But during the spring class, I just felt like there were some women missing and maybe it's one, maybe it's a hundred. I have no idea, but I felt like, you know, there is someone who needs this right now who for whatever reason wasn't able to sign up um, in the spring. And so I've kind of thrown out my own rule book and we're doing something a little crazy and um, I've put together what we're calling the Love Your Single Life Summer Session. And um, starting today, today, tomorrow and Thursday, we have a special session of, of the course opening up. Um, and because I want as many women to be able to join us as possible, we're doing something again that we've never done before. And for the next three days, we have a hundred dollar discount oh my on the course. Um, so if you can Amazing. sign up in the next three days, you can get the course for a hundred dollars less than the normal price. Wow. Um, because I just really, I just have, I just, haven't been able to shake this feeling that someone mm-hmm. needs this. And so maybe it'll be me and this one other woman and that'll be great. Worth um, it. <laughs> totally worth it. 
Um, but yeah, so that's so that's available right now. It's today, tomorrow, and Thursday. So it's um, June 7th through the 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just am I'm so excited about it because um, just whoever needs this, I just I just want to make it available to them. So that's yeah. what's happening right now. Oh, and I love your heart for it. I know I, I can't believe it's 6,000 women and it'll continue to grow. And like you said, God just like took over and you're just being obedient and faithful and you're just using your hands and your feet and your voice. And he's honoring that and using you to touch like thousands of women, it's which is so crazy. Oh, but I, I already know that like, if they don't sign up, they're going to be interested. But like ladies on even just in my corner, listening to the podcast, you know, over on Instagram, uh, whatever, like I have had so many people request like YouTube videos or podcast conversations about how to be content in your singleness. And so, I mean, you guys, I don't even, I don't even think I need to do an episode because you just sign up for the course and you're going to get way more. So I just, like you said, if it's for one, if it's for 10, if it's for hundred or another thousand, like who knows, like it will be perfect and it'll be exactly what God wants it to be. So I will have everything linked in the description so you guys can go check it out and sign up and also connect with Stephanie um, via her podcast and her resources and also her on Instagram. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Stephanie, I love you, girl. I seriously am so giddy and honored that we actually got to talk today. You have been such a sweet mentor to me online and it's, it's just the coolest. And I loved every second of this conversation. I know I'm going to personally listen to it again. So thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you for having me. I love your work. I love your heart. And I'm just, this is, this is long overdue, but also the perfect timing. So thank you for having me.